Hello, you're listening to Repent and Believe Podcast with Cynthia Smalls, founder of Back to God Ministries. Welcome, my friends. Here, we talk about and teach the message of Jesus Christ, the only one who can claim the title of Savior of the world. We also discuss all things repentance and belief in Jesus Christ and how all these things tie into living a lifestyle where our deeds are manifested and fashioned in God so that we may be molded by the Father into vessels to be used for His glory. Amen? Amen. Okay, so let's get started. Hey everyone, before we get started, I like to say thank you for tuning in. And if you enjoy my podcast, please share, download, leave me a message or comment. Thanks guys. Hello everyone. This is Cynthia Smalls. We're back to God Ministries. How is everyone doing today? I pray that all is well in your lives, that you are walking by faith and not by sight. You are not giving up on the Lord Jesus Christ. I can't say this enough, people. He is coming back for us, and he's looking and expecting his church, his body, to be wrinkle-free without spot and stains, and to have it all together. Amen? Amen. Because let me tell you, Jesus is very clear in his word when he tells us that if we say that we love him, okay, well then we are going to obey all of his commandments, every last single one of them. Amen. Okay, so... Before we get started, because let me tell y'all, I got a story to tell you. You know how God has me, I believe, over there on Facebook, aka the Lion's Den. Well, I got to tell y'all about the shenanigans that's going over there in Facebook. But before I give you all this crazy story. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, you said in Titus 1.16 that they profess to know God, but that deny him, they deny him by their works. They are detestable, disobedient, unfit, for any good work. And Father, you had clearly let us know what to look out for in the false brethren. But Father, we thank you for your word. And we know that people need to repent. They really do, Father, because otherwise we ain't going to make it. And so, Father, with this teaching, I ask that the Holy Spirit continues to teach me all things and bring to my remembrance all what Jesus Christ has said. And Father, I ask you for wisdom and clarity of mind to help us all understand. This is Jesus' body, but you will not tolerate the false brethren. And so, Father, we love them. We have to love on them, Father. And we pray that they repent and turn back to you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, well, as you all can detect from that prayer, we got to get out of our feelings about the false brethren. At the same time, calling them on the carpet. Because let me tell you, there are a lot of wolves in sheep clothing. And that do not only apply to the apostate, lying, fat, cat, greedy pastor. That's also, we can apply it to the false brethren who 
okay, call themselves teachers, who call themselves um, enlightening the body of Christ, professing all of this holiness and teachings, but all the while they are steeped in sin. And so, like I said, I'm over there on Facebook. Okay, where was I? I was somewhere. I was, I think, in a, a group. A group, yeah. And um, speaking of which, don't you, <laughs> don't you know today that I... Yet again, got kicked out of another group for doing what? Preaching and exhorting the full counsel of God. You know, let me, okay, okay, okay. I don't even know where to start because it's just so much shenanigans going over there in the so-called Christian community in Facebook land. Now look, okay, 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 okay. First, let me just say this real quick about me kick, getting kicked out of yet another group. Why? Because I am bringing sound doctrine. Listen, like I keep telling y'all, this is not coming from my little pea brain. I am not that smart. This is the Holy Spirit leading and guiding me and putting words in my mouth. Okay, which is based off the word of God. Listen, I am not pulling this out of nowhere, but the Bible. So there was a discussion, okay? And not to get into the whole nuts and bolts of the discussion, but let's just say on the table was clearly a false doctrine. And so like we do, we go on, we go and dispel that to let the deceived participants know, hold up, wait a minute, beloved, that's a false doctrine, okay? And then you give them the teaching on it, but they don't want that. They will shut it down and argue you down to the ground because, right, Holy Spirit, they are stuck in their indoctrinations. So when... I don't know, a voice of reason, a breath of fresh air comes on the scene and be like, uh-uh, no, that's wrong. The real truth is this. They don't want to hear that. No. So <laughs> with all the back and forth between the comments, because you see, I am not going to fight with anybody Okay, I am not going to be the one that's causing division or discord or whatever. Okay, the Holy Spirit graced me with the ability to understand the scriptures just like he has done it for you. Listen, I am not special. Okay, I got the memo like you got the memo that we need to stop sinning. And that we need to turn back to God. And that and that through that gift of repentance, we hold on to Jesus. We read what he says. We get teachings. We allow the Holy Spirit to show us all things and to help us understand the scriptures. Okay. Now, if you are off in your sins day to day and you're not spending, I don't know. I'm Listen, I'm not here to judge anybody's time with the Lord because truth be told, sometimes for me, it could be 15 minutes or sometimes it could be two hours or sometimes it could be all day. I'm just saying that whatever the time that you are spending with the Lord, make it beneficial, like grab on to the sound doctrine and tuck it within your spirit so that wherever you are, like in this case over there on Facebook, when you hear false doctrine, when you hear error, that 
real word of truth will bubble up out of your belly and come gushing out of your mouth. That's how that works. So that gushing was coming out of my mouth. And I'm letting the people know that, no, that is not true. But you see, that's kind of like, Holy Spirit, how can I best describe this? It's like a mob scene, right? Because you see, the whole crowd could be quiet as somebody is talking. And even though the crowd is not saying anything, but by their body posture, they are clearly in opposition to what you are saying. And all it takes is for one rebellious voice to cry aloud, oh, everybody in the crowd now starts yelling, <clears throat> excuse me, starts yelling and screaming, <clears throat> excuse me, it's just, it gets real crazy after that. And so little old me, Miss Missy, okay, <laughs> is, okay, I was corresponding with one person because she was saying that how somebody else was telling her the exact same thing that she was in error, okay? And always like the case, here I come, Johnny come lately in the middle of a fight. So now I got to kind of scroll back up to find out what is all the hoopla is about. And so apparently whatever this gentleman had told her, about her false doctrine position, okay? He was correct, but oh no, no. She was screaming out to the other fans of this false doctrine, and they were chiming in saying, no, you right, girl, you right, and he's wrong, and blah, blah, blah. And so the ripple effect of the mob scene was rallying around her, in this false doctrine, okay, so here I come, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, well, no precious, um, actually what he said was correct, oh my goodness, okay, and just so happened that I did a teaching on that very uh, topic, and so as I said, what I said, I included the link to my teaching, it was very exhaustive. I mean, the Holy Spirit walked me through the scriptures. We were talking about pre-trib, okay? And at one time, I believe in a pre-tribulation rapture too, but God has showed me through his word that that's a false doctrine. So anyway, I included the link to that very exhaustive, in-depth, scripture by scripture, line upon line, precept upon precept, about why, in fact, that is a false doctrine. And you all can find that teaching on my podcast where um, <clears throat> I believe it's the latest one I did on the pre-tribulation rapture, how I said uh, something to the fact that Jesus revealed to me that that is false, but I do have it on the podcast. So anywho, I included that link, right? Okay, so this is what happens when the false brethren do not want to do any homework. They just want to sit by and let a false teacher continue to ply them with error. And so because of that, they take what they have falsely learned from the apostate preacher and run with it. And so when you bring them sound doctrine, they say, oh, no, no, that's not true. We are just ganging up on them. And it, foolishness. Foolishness, because to me, that is like the individual, let's say, who is stuck in homosexuality. And when you are telling them, beloved, God loves you enough to let you know that that's sin. 
That is an unnatural way of having sex. And besides all of that, God ordained and sanctioned sex to be between two married people, a male and a female. And the first thing that person would say is that we're judging them, that we coming down on them and all of this stuff, like as if we're beating up on them as the person. When we're trying to tell them, no, it's the sin that you are in. And this is the same message that we tell the murderer, the one who is stuck in fornication, the one who is stuck in idolatry, all of that. We tell everybody who are stuck in their sins that they need to repent. And so back over here to the mob scene, okay, one gentleman going to cry out to the woman because apparently she is the moderator of this group. I don't know. Because listen, truth be told, over there on Facebook, I get invited to a lot of groups. And I just be clicking accept, 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 accept. Okay. I don't all the time go into those groups. There's so many of them. But my hope and prayer is that whatever I preach it reach out to them. And so <clears throat> from time to time, I will see their postings on my feed. And, you know, and so that what gets me engaged in the conversation, especially when it's in error. So apparently, <laughs> unbeknownst to me, but I think I may have um, said okay to the group knowing that I will be coming through at some point to let this pre-tribal group know that you all are in error and this is, in fact, a false doctrine. So months later or weeks later, I don't know how long ago I accepted the invite, but now it came across my feed. And so the Holy Spirit had me tapped in. So uh, apparently one of their rules and regulations, okay? Because, you know, I didn't read the fine print, okay? Uh, apparently this gentleman who chimed in because me and the moderator was going back and forth with the truth versus her indoctrination. And this man out of left field going to say to the moderator about me, Oh, you know, I guess he wasn't too happy about his indoctrination, too. So he was saying, because I included that link to the teaching, he going to chime in and say, oh, well, Betty, I'm just making up the name, okay? Betty, um, aren't we not supposed to be including links as per the rules and regulations of the group? And I'm like to myself, oh boy, and what happened? <laughs> they kicked my little self right on, on out the group. Now, I'm quite sure, I guarantee you, right, Holy Spirit, if that link was in agreement to what they were talking about, I would still be in that group right now. But anywho, like I said, oh, well, I moved on to the next business at hand. Okay, so now getting back to this next crazy shenanigans over there in the lion's den. Okay, so was it that group? No, no, no. It was another group. I keep telling y'all. I get invited to these groups and I'll just, I'll say accept and then I'll move on and don't even think about it until something comes up. So another group apparently that I was in and the name of this group is so ironic to what I'm about to tell you all. It would be funny but for the fact that it is so sad, it's not funny. It's funny, but it's not funny. Okay, the name of this group is something like uh, Sin No More. And I'm only thinking that they're, they are taking that from Jesus' commandment when he told the woman who was caught 
in the bed of adultery where he told her to go and sin no more. So I'm just presuming that's where they got that connotation from. So anywho, <laughs> I cannot make this stuff up, I assure you. So anyway, I see this gentleman and um, he posted something. I think he posted something. Yeah, he posted something. Oh, 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 right. That's what it was. He posted a response to a woman who was a member of this group. And she was saying that how she believed that uh, somehow that her salvation has departed from her and that how she believes that she has blasphemed the Holy Spirit and therefore she's not saved anymore and that how she's in willful sin and like all this kind of stuff there, right? And um, and what I also find out with these groups or whatever, when anybody is in willful sin, okay, the carnal Christian will always say to her, oh, don't worry. Well, we all sin because we are all not perfect. You ain't got nothing to worry about. And all of this fluff and peace and watered down um, consoling and the rubbing of her back, you know, because the Bible is clear that we need to reprove our brethren. We need to rebuke and to love on them. And that if we see them in willful sin, the response is not to say, oh, don't worry about it. We're all not perfect. We are going to sin from time to time. And all of this motivational speech that you will that you will hear over there in the apostate church. And that's the problem. And this is where these people are getting this from. So here I go <laughs> on the quest by the Holy Spirit little Miss Missy, and I'm telling them just that. No, we need to tell her she needs to repent because maybe the reason why that she's going through all of these tribulations is because she is in violation of the scripture when God says to, as far as the devil, that we need to submit to him, resist the devil, and he will flee from you, okay? That's what we tell our brethren about the situations that they are in. And so that's what basically I was doing, right? Okay, so now this gentleman, uh, here we go again, out of left field, going to tell me something about, well, how you know that she's in willful sin. Uh Maybe because she just said it. She said that. Okay. So, but because he was stuck in his sin. So it rubbed him the wrong way. It wasn't so much that he was coming to her defense. No, he was trying to justify and conjole his own sin. And so we going back and forth now. Okay. And so, like I said, I am not going to fight going back and forth. I'm going to say what I believe the Holy Spirit wants me to say in that moment. You will respond to that. I'll say something and then you would get the last rebuttal, if you will, or I would get the last rebuttal and then I'm out of there. That's it. Then, then Cynthia is out of there. Okay. And so in the middle of that, what I like to do is this little fun game that I came up with is let's go find the sin. Okay. Because you see, when you click on someone's uh, page after they are going back and forth with you about justifying their sin, something is going on here. Okay. Because if you are giving them clear scripture about that sin and how we need to stop it, 
Otherwise, we ain't going to make it. We are not going to inherit the kingdom of God because of what you are doing and you are fighting against that. Then my brain starts to trigger and be like, okay, why he ain't getting this? Or why she ain't understanding this? And then I go over to their page and lo and behold, what do I find? I find some sin. And this is what happened recently with this gentleman. Now, I go on his page. Now, as I'm initially scrolling through, I'm seeing that he is some form of teacher. Okay. He was... Um, doing some, I guess, Facebook Live, or maybe he uploaded something, but he was on there teaching, supposedly, the Word of God. But then something caught my eye, and I'm like, did I just see that? Did I, did I just see what I saw? Are y'all ready? Y'all better buckle up for this one. Okay, like I said, I go on his page and the first couple of scrollings I'm doing, I see that, okay, he's preaching. Okay, well, mm, so I'm going. And then I'm scrolling and I'm like, is that? <laughs> Lord Jesus, what is going on today? Did I not see a cigarette? A cigarette in his hand as he is preaching supposedly the word of God. Yes, my right hand to God in heaven. This man was smoking right as he reading from the Bible. He would take a puff, blow out the smoke and continue in the teaching. So like I opened up with the scripture today, Titus 1.16 that says, now he was on there preaching Jesus. Okay. According to him, I'm listening and he's reading from the Bible. Okay. Now I didn't spend enough time to get the full teaching because the, <laughs> the cigarette <laughs> threw me off. I couldn't believe, I could not believe what I was saying. Cause you see, a lot of people do things in the dark, okay? Because as these false teachers come on the scene, oh, they're not going to show you to your face the sin that they are in. Oh, no, no, no. But this man, okay, this man was like, <laughs> bump that. I need my cigarette now. And I'm like, I'm... I'm <coughs> Excuse me, my throat. Aren't we not supposed to put those things away? Did he not get the memo that this body is the temple for the Holy Spirit? Paul even said it like this. He said, do you not know? Do you not know that the body is the temple for the Holy Spirit? This is his body. What are you doing live? On the Facebook, and it wasn't just that one, because, okay, one could say, okay, well, maybe he was just having a stressful day, and he needed a cigarette, and maybe he forgot that he was filming, but no, there were many other videos with him smoking this cigarette. Now, look, Titus 1.16, they profess to know God, because, oh, absolutely, even his post that he was posting up there was as if you will believe that he knew God. And the Bible says, but they deny him by their works. They are detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work. Because the next video I came upon, because if you thought that was crazy with the cigarette, how were you preaching from the pulpit, if you will, and you smoking a cigarette. Could, <laughs> could you imagine going down to your local church house and you sitting waiting for the preacher to come up to the podium 
with a cigarette in his hand, smoking it, smoking it. Would you be able to concentrate on anything he got to say with a cigarette dangling from his lips? Okay, so I'm like, wow. So I scroll on and then there's another video because... I mean, not that we are to judge by appearance, but you can clearly see in the videos that he's going through something, something within his body, you know, it's, um, it was, it's visible. Okay. Um, his whole countenance was, uh, very, uh, down and sour and there were no joy in his eyes. I mean, if you are preaching, it's, I don't know, but if you bring in excitation and you bring in the word of God, you know, it should be some gleam in your eyes, like some, some light going on, but he was very dark. Like his whole personality, even though that he thought he was teaching, but it was very dark. And then the video that got me literally up out of my seat, okay? I almost fell on the floor. This next video had him laying in bed, laying in bed. Now, a couple of uh, videos back, he was, I guess, at the table preaching the word. This video, um, it doesn't look like the, the lights were on. If they were on, it was very dim and He's laying in his bed, kind of posted up by the headboard, okay? And he, uh, I believe the uh, topic of the video was something like, um, what I love about Jesus. And I'm like, okay, I can't recall if he had the cigarette this time, but he was saying, and you can clearly see that he was in, in that he was, either drunk or high. Something was going on. He was not in his right mind. So anywho, he was going on to say what he loved about Jesus. And right out the gate, he wasn't talking about love. He was being cynical. He was being disobedient. He was being downright rebellious. You know what he said? Okay, because I had to write this down because I could not believe it because it is clearly he was sent by Satan to disrupt and cause chaos within the body of Christ. So look, I had said to him because um, after I saw this video and I had said to him because in the video he called Jesus a devil. No, he called Jesus the devil. Okay. And so I was telling him that how, because he said something and then I said something and then I checked the video and I did all that. And I told him that that's what he said. And he said, no, I didn't say that. So I provided him the link back to his own video. And so I said that, um, you are a liar. And not only that, you are a mocker because see, that's what he was doing on the video. He was mocking Jesus. I'm telling you, if you guys would have heard this video, Satan was clearly speaking through him. It wasn't just that he was an atheist saying these things, or maybe he was an unbeliever and saying these things. Nah, it was something purely demonic about what he was saying. It's, okay, I don't know how best to describe this, but you know how when you're talking to someone who is not in Christ and they are saying how they don't believe in Jesus and that, you know, uh, prove it to me that he exists. It wasn't that kind of a vibe, if you will. This was strictly from hell. Okay, uh, so I went on to tell him that you are a mocker. You most certainly did say that Jesus was a devil. In the below video that you put out, you said that Jesus was a treacherous person. Yes, he did. Because in the spiel that he was given, 
he was being so cynical, like, you know, to say that he loved the fact that um, Jesus say that if you help the poor, that it will be given back to you. And he was like, no, he's a liar. And like all this stuff, all this blasphemous stuff that can only come from Satan. Listen, I have not been around a whole lot of atheists to really hear what they got to say about Jesus, but this was different. Oh, my friends, I'm telling you, this was way different. So I was just posting back to him all that he had said in the video. So I went on to say that in the below video that you put out, you said that Jesus was a treacherous person, that Jesus will betray you. He will rob you blind and leave you for dead. This is what he's saying about Jesus with the title of the video, What I Love About Jesus. Because he was saying, like all this stuff that he is saying, he was first trying to say something positive about Jesus. But then he will be like, nope, he will rob you and leave you blind. Yeah, very, very, very disturbing. And so he said that um, that how Jesus will betray you. He will rob you and leave you for dead. He don't keep his promises. Yeah, because he was saying something like he loved how Jesus makes promises, but that how he don't keep them. Really, you are saying that the Lord Jesus Christ do not keep his promises. Yes, my friends, this is what he was going on about. And then he said that, and now mind you, these are direct quotes. I'm not giving my take on it. Um, maybe this is what he could have said. No, I promise you, these are his exact words coming from his own mouth. Okay. He said that Jesus was a bolster, a bolster. Okay. I guess because Jesus, you know, was saying that how he's the son of God and that how he's the way he's the truth and he's the light. And that, you know, he's saying that, you know, I'm the lamb, like all of this stuff that we know what Jesus has said about who he was. And because of that, he's calling Jesus a bolster. As if Jesus is this prideful person trying to make a reputation of himself when the Bible clearly tells us that Jesus made no reputation of himself. He was of no reputation, but the devil in him, Satan himself, was saying. Now, he is posting this to a Christian uh, uh Apparently, his page was a Christian page for believers. And so, just like I'm a believer in Christ that heard this, imagine how many others have heard this too, calling Jesus a bolster. And not only that, he called Jesus a liar. And mind you, as he was saying all of this, you can see the uh, uh, sneer on his face like he was just disgusted with Jesus like he was like if he could see Jesus face to face he would want to punch him in the face that's just how disdain he that's how much disdain he had for the Lord it was like just having to say the word Jesus disgusted him so I'm telling you, this was Satan manifested in this person. So look, he went on to say that how uh, Jesus is a liar and that the word of God is full of lies. He said that Jesus is a liar and that the word of God is a liar too because it's full of lies. Okay, now mind you, this is the full of lies book that he was preaching from on his page. Okay, y'all want to know what else he said about Jesus? You know what he called Jesus? <sighs> A SOB. Yes, he did. And he said all the words to it. Yes, he did. I 
my right hand to God Almighty. Yes, he did. He called Jesus a son of a, you know what? Yes, he did. And not only that, he said that because uh, I'm telling you, he was just so uh, cynical and just being so nasty and mean, like for no reason, like by Holy Spirit, as if Jesus did not die for his sins too. And that's how I know this is nothing but Satan. He said that, you know, uh, because now mind you, the whole concept of this video is to let us know uh, what he loves about Jesus and everything that he said that he loved about Jesus, then he will follow it up with a counterpoint, like saying that how Jesus makes these promises, but that he always breaks them and about how Jesus is the truth and tell the truth. But then he'll write back and say, but he's such a liar and how um, the word of God is filled with lies. OK, now and he says that I guess some because I'm just getting more disgusted as I'm watching this. But I purpose to watch it to the end because I had to see how this all played out because this is just crazy. And then he was saying, I guess something about how, what he liked about Jesus, I guess, I don't know what it was, but he was saying that how Jesus, wait, hold on. Cause I, I wrote it down. Oh, that Jesus told him to masturbate to porn and which he did. Yeah. He was saying something about like, I guess something maybe about how he likes the fact that Jesus gives us a free will or something to that effect. And, and because of that free will. And so he took it that, well, he got the free will to go and masturbate because Jesus told him to do that. And so that is what he did. Okay. Too much information, sir. Okay. And then he called Jesus a hypocrite. Oh, yes, he did. He called Jesus a hypocrite because he was saying something, I guess, to the fact that um, whatever he felt that Jesus was being hypocritical about and and where we will see it as the truth. But because he's stuck in his sins, okay, uh, he's saying that Jesus is a hypocrite, I guess, you know, like providing help to somebody or uh, I forget because it was like a few days ago, but I don't know if it was that video or another video, how he was saying that how um, like he watches porn and he abuses his prescription medication. And, and obviously we see him with the cigarette and and he's saying that how he drink beer, but um, not that much beer, but that he drinks a whole lot of beer. And I'm thinking either you drink beer or you don't, okay? Because that's like a woman saying that she's a little pregnant, but all the while she's all the way pregnant. And so he was saying that how Jesus is a hypocrite, okay? And in his little closing spiel, because he was just so of the devil and so negative and so mean. Like, why are you so mad at Jesus for? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, why, why are you picking on Jesus? Like, why are you so out of your mind right now that just a day or two ago, you on there preaching the word of God? People, this is a false brethren on steroids. This is crazy. And then he said that, and I quote, he said that, Jesus was more like a devil than he is a God. Yeah, I told him he needs to sincerely and severely repent. Otherwise, he's going to hell. And this is not Jesus' fault for the state your life is in. It is all of your own doing. What's in your heart is coming out of that mouth as you are smoking them cigarettes thinking you are preaching the word of God. You are deceived and you need to repent immediately. 
And this is what I told this man. This is exactly what I told him. It was disturbing. And so, of course, maybe like a day later, he come, he comes back with the, um, well, because, you know, you listen, the video says it all. Okay. It says it all. It was clear that this man was in violation of everything holy. And Titus 1.16 testified against him where it says they profess to know God, but they themselves, no, it said, but they deny him by their works. Yeah, his works of masturbating to pornography, smoking them cigarettes live on the air as you are preaching the word of God. Uh, that just in itself is just crazy. I ain't never seen that. I mean, he got me with the cigarette, okay? Preaching the word of God. Not, you know, he's out on the back porch, you know, uh, just talking about Jesus among his friends. And he's filming this, you know, casual conversation. No, he is in full teacher mode with the Bible open. And I believe he had on a pair of glasses. Okay, and preaching out of the Bible with the cigarette, inhaling and exhaling as he is trying to what teach the body of Christ? Absolutely not. No, the Bible says that they are detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work, and that is exactly what I witnessed on that video, and so. He came with the with the clap back, something to the effect of, um, well, you know, we all are not perfect and we all have our sins that we are trying to come up out of and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I just like, yo, listen, the video says it all. So I don't care what you say, you know. And don't you know, he pulled the video? Of course he did, because I included it along with the comment so that all who were part of that uh, thread can see this man is not a teacher. And so I went on my page to let people know that if they are friends with this person, that they need to avoid him, unblock him, unfriend him, unfollow him. It is crazy. That, okay, was a manifestation of everything that the scripture tells us. Look, over here, hold on, and in closing, hold on, I got it over here. Here we go. 2 Corinthians 11, 13 to 15, where it says, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers mm -hmm, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ and no wonder for Satan himself. The Bible says for Satan himself transform himself into an angel of light. Therefore, therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers, because that gentleman, thank you, Holy Spirit, was not a minister of Jesus Christ. He is a minister of Satan. It says, no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness whose end will be according to their works. Listen, thank you, Holy Spirit. You are right. The Bible, God's word, God himself, protect us from these walls, from these deceitful, detestable workers of Satan. And that is why we must study to show ourselves approved. These people will have us to believe that they are ministers of the Lord Jesus Christ with a cigarette, a cigarette in your mouth. Listen, it wasn't like it was tucked behind his ear. It wasn't like it was on the table and the camera just happened to uh, 
uh, pan across it and we can see his pack of cigarettes? No, this man was in full-blown smoking mode. And then for him to make that nighttime satanic demonic video laughing and scoffing and mocking in Jesus' face, calling him a liar, calling him a SOB, really, sir, you better repent with the quickness because from the way you were look, looking on that video, you were looking sick. Like you got a lot of physical ailments going on with you and you already confess that you are a heavy drinker because you can see it all in his face. Like you can clearly see that something ain't right. Okay. Hey, look, listen, not everybody could look like Brad Pitt or whatever, or whatever ungodly movie idol the world loves to say that is so handsome, okay? But it's clear, yeah, something going on in his physical body. That dark heart spoke loud and clear. Like I told you, the shenanigans over there on Facebook, it is real. So, folks... We need to test every spirit because everybody that comes in the name of the Lord, it is not of Christ. And let me tell you, that is why Jesus said, hold on now, because at the judgment, people are going to say, Lord, Lord, did it I not prophesied in your name? Did I not cast out demons? Did I not was up there on Facebook preaching your word? Not to mention, never mentioning about that cigarette. <sighs> I tell you. All right, people. So there we go. Those are my adventures over there in Facebook land. So my friends, if you want to follow me over there on Facebook, I always put how you can find me in the description box. All right, people. So we need to repent. We need to call out the false brethren. We need, now he's not a brother. He's not. It's clear he is of the devil. So we need to, um, Reprove that and highlight that and um, sound the alarm to the body of Christ that this person is of the devil. So we pray that he does repent and turn back to God. And likewise, I say that to you all. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Lord willing, until next time, I speak to you all soon. Bye for now. guys for tuning in i truly appreciate all your support until next time i'll be talking to y'all soon bye